Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. This week, we have another incredible behind the scenes look at what it looks like, feels like, sounds like to participate in a prophetic heart healing session. And so we have a receiver on. She is incredible, and her name is Shannon. You're going to get a glimpse of what it's like to actually go through a session. But I do want to share a little bit about inner healing for those that are new to this. Inner healing is the application of the crucified and resurrected life of Jesus and his blood to those parts of our hearts that did not fully get the message when we first received Jesus as Savior, because some of the stuff in our hearts goes really, really deep. It is not working for our salvation it is working out our salvation. Paul writes in Philippians 2.12, Therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his purpose. Those words fear and trembling in Greek translate to respect or reverence and humility. And work out means to continually work to bring something to completion or fruition. Being transformed by the renewing of our minds and healing is a process and it must be done in a safe place that is free of shame, free of condemnation, that is encouraging, uplifting, and comforting, that is respectful and humble, so you are strengthened to keep moving forward, pressing in, and pressing on. And so inner healing is a tool we can use to partner with the Lord to renew our minds and step into breakthrough and freedom. If we have any wounds in our soul or any brokenheartedness and we don't bring that to the healer, those old wounds can fester and they can affect us. They can affect our relationships, our success, our businesses, and they can hinder us from living the full of what Jesus paid for on the cross, that complete freedom and wholeness. So it's really just about creating that space for the Lord to meet with the parts of us that so desperately need that complete healing that only he can bring so we can live from our whole hearts. The main objective, first and foremost, during these sessions is to create connection with Jesus. That healing will happen, that deliverance will happen, that freedom will happen, that renewing of the mind will happen, and that comes as a byproduct of who he is, but that is secondary. Above all else, he wants a relationship. Typically during a session, we have someone who's facilitating, and that's going to be me. We have someone who's receiving, and then we also have someone who is interceding just to cover the session in prayer and provide that extra covering for the receiver and the facilitator to push back anything that's not from the Lord and just cover the time in protection with what they're praying. And the prophetic piece is just hearing what God has to say for that person. It's the receiving, hearing from the Lord, what he has to say. Um, It's also the facilitator and the intercessor hearing what God has to say to this person. And so if the facilitator or intercessor prophetically receives anything that the Lord has to say about that person's identity, their destiny, their purpose, maybe strategy, anything like that, that is shared as well. And so hearing God's voice in these sessions is vital for everybody. It's vital for the receiver, the facilitator, and the intercessor. And so with that, the intercessor has a very important role and that is what they do. They share at the end. And so um, for those that don't know what prophecy is, it's really a ministry of the Holy Spirit. And it's one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit spoken of in 1 Corinthians 12, 10. And even in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Paul tells us that we should strive for love, but that we should also desire spiritual gifts. And he even goes on to say, rather that you may prophesy, that you should especially go after the gift of speaking what God has revealed. He highlights this one because everybody should passionately pursue hearing the voice of the Lord. And so when we hear from God, you know what he's speaking to us in our hearts. Some people see 
um, things. They might see a picture in their mind. They might feel something, sense something, hear something. And so that is meant to edify, uplift, and comfort the person that is receiving. It also helps to guide the session. And so you're going to get to hear at the end the intercessor come in and share what she's received during the session for the receiver. I also want to speak to anxiety and worry for just a bit because in this particular session, the receiver was led to a space of repentance for believing lies that created anxiety and worry in her life. For those that aren't familiar with the concept of repentance and what it means, there's no condemnation in this at all. It's like basically a holy reset button. It's turning from our ways. It's turning from our ways to his ways that are higher. It is a redemptive principle for redeeming souls and healing. It's a state of mind. It's ascending to a higher way of thinking that involves the act of changing one's mind in order to agree with God and in order to start over. His thoughts are higher. So we can agree with his ways and move in the opposite direction that we have been going and that we move away from that behavior, those thoughts, those actions that we're repenting about. So repentance is going back to the top of kingdom living. It's realigning yourself and pushing that holy reset button to align your thoughts and behaviors with God. Okay. Anxiety and worry in particular can haunt us and it can overwhelm us. It can affect our relationships with others and ourselves, even God, if we allow it to. And the most of all (laughs) anxiety and worry is their lies, right? Their lies from the enemy and that it has its roots in fear. And so I have 13 scriptures for you that I'm going to include in the show notes for this episode because God gives us a, lo- a solution in himself, in his word. That may sound easy, right? Or even trivial, but it's something that is true. And we know that God's word does not return void. It does not return empty. And we know that we can trust him and that he does work through his word to demolish our anxiety and demolish our fears and demolish our worry and bring us closer to him. He did not create us for suffering or struggling. He created us for surrender. And so I'm hoping these scriptures will help you surrender your worry, your anxiety to him, your fears, and just let Jesus take those from you. All right, before we dig into all of that, I want to make sure you know that I'm now booking prophetic heart healing sessions at full price. I do have individual sessions, but I also have two packages that offer discounted bundle pricing. One is a shorter breakthrough bundle if you're just feeling a little stuck and need a few weekly sessions, or I also have a deep dive bundle if you need more, and you can message me at support at coveredbeloved.com for exclusive bundle pricing for podcast listeners. All right, I have a testimonial for you. This one actually comes from Shannon, who you're going to get to hear from in a bit, and she says, prophetic heart healing is about healing our deepest wounds in the gentlest way with God's help. It's about bringing the Holy Spirit and Jesus into our healing process. So while we address very deep personal hurts, it was gentle and powerful and soothing. My favorite part was connecting with my happy moment at my wedding because it brought me back to the place of connection and joy. It was a total pleasure to connect and hold space for Shannon. And really, prophetic heart healing sessions give you tools to usher healing into your life so you can experience breakthrough freedom and healing like never before. So you can learn to hear God's voice for yourself. So you can break free from addictions, past pain, trauma, and limiting beliefs. And so you can step into the fullness of what God has for you. All right, let's dig in. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom world changer, and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions. 
that He created us to be healthy and whole, and that He's covered each and every one of us as mothers with His protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because He's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. So yeah, we'll allow for an hour. Usually is typically what we allow for these sessions. And then did you have anything specific that had been coming up for you during the week that you wanted to bring to the Lord during your session? Uh, so I'll just share, I'm just going to share briefly about where I'm at, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that that's might funny. lead me to sort of the focus or um, what's alive for me. So um, Heidi, as you know, I'm in the midst of building a business that is going to allow me to serve more women and support more women in what I do. And this journey since last September, I, the background is I grew up in a very violent home. I've had enormous amounts of healing from that journey over the years. And what's been interesting as I've been building this business is additional layers of I I don't want to say worthiness. I feel very worthy. I feel very loved, but there's, there is a resistance somewhere in there of I'm not doing enough. I'm not, there's something untangible that I can sense. I don't even know that I need to language it to really free me from There's just some, there is some vestiges of, I very much know it's childhood stuff. It's not about money. It's more about success. People who are successful, people who have money um, were not liked. And so I guess what I'm saying is that there are things that I thought I had dealt with and I had let go of. And in the process of building this business, oh, there's still some of it there. It's not as intense or as painful, but there's still um, some of it there that I would that I am very much making a piece of spiritual business right now in my life to try and shed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that answered your question, but that's that's what's been alive for me spiritually lately. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And if it comes up naturally during the session, awesome. If not, there'll be a space. I'm sure that we can, we can just ask the Lord about that. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. So as I'm building this business, the thought, the question that I frequently have in the back of my mind, and that I am frequently asking God, I do a practice called two-way prayer. Uh, Part of my story is I am 33 years sober. I'm a very active member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I sponsor 20 women in AA, help them with their sobriety in their lives, all for fun and for free. I share and talk with women all day long, helping them to get sober and stay sober and find a power greater than themselves. I talk about God and pray with women all day, every day. And so I have this tucked in the back of my head. Is that all I'm supposed to be doing? Is that where I should be? Is my trying to build this business my will? Because... It feels better when someone says, Shannon, what do you do? You don't, your husband works. What do you do? And I want to say something that I'm proud of. Um, Or is it really a place? I know it is a place where my gifts can shine. I know it is a place where I can be of service. Um, Is it, am I doing this for me? Am I really doing this to be of service? Should I just be happy with what I am doing and not be trying to do more? So yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I'll stop. All right. Sounds good. I have notes on that written down. So we'll let the Lord, he, he hears your heart. He goes before you. So um, this is going to be fun. Holy Spirit, we invite you to begin to bring forward a real memory for Shannon of a time when she felt joy or appreciation. And you might see something, Shannon, feel, sense, um, hear. And when you have that memory or that moment, just keeping your eyes closed, just go ahead and look around to where you are in this memory. And notice how it feels. Notice what sticks out to you in this moment. It's actually the day that I married my husband and we are just leaving. We're still in the church. We're walking out of the church. I'm smiling so hard. My face hurt. I am connected and holding on to my husband and he is holding on to me and we are both as joyful as each other. It's a very shared experience. People that I love are present. God is very present. There's sunshine and warmth in the moment. That sounds amazing. Well, God is always with us. Is it okay if we invite Jesus to show you where he is in this memory with you? Please. Okay. So Jesus, can you give Shannon a sense of where you are with her in this memory? And Shannon, if you just can notice where Jesus is in this memory with you or or sense of his presence with you in this memory. It's in the connection. It's just in connection. It's, It's the first word that came to mind. It's the connection to... Jeffrey, the connection to God, the connection to the spirit that was physically but invisible in that space. It's about being safe enough to be connected, to no longer have to protect yourself, about the open-heartedness. Yeah. Can you see him anywhere with you there? No, there's more of a, um, a very strong sense of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I have a very strong sense of spirit. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm just going to invite you to soak in this connection right here in this positive moment whenever you're ready. And just invite you to take a minute to tell Jesus what you appreciate about him in this moment. So there was a day probably five years prior to my wedding and it was Christmas Eve and I had gone to Uh, midnight mass by myself because no one in my family wanted to go with me. And I went by myself and I had been reading a lot of Emmett Fox and really doing some work around forgiveness. And I was in a lot of pain and I was so angry at God. And I sat in the front pew because I got there really, really early because I thought it was going to be really busy and it wasn't. (laughs) And I was sitting right in front of the crash and I had done a lot of work with children in my life. And part of the reason why I had done a lot of work with children in my life is because that's where I see God so clearly. And I sat in that front pew and I talked to God and I said, please help me see you as please let this Christmas season, let me see you as the baby Jesus. Because I see God so easily in babies and I am so hurting and it's so hard to see you. And I sat there by myself and I said the Emmett Fox forgiveness prayer. And I didn't know if any of it was real or not real or if I was just crazy. And that God did that. (laughs) 
And that God let me see God through the baby Jesus at Christmas time, through babies, to allow my heart to feel safe enough to stay wide open, to have that depth of love, that depth of trust, that depth of connection and safety that I had standing in that happy moment with my now husband is a gift so far beyond anything I could have ever imagined, asked for. And the, the graciousness, the um, irrational love that God must have for me to allow me to know that kind of connection and love and safety from where I've come from is uh it's humbling. It's what can I, what, where do I, okay, put me to good use. How can I be of service? I am so humbly grateful. So humbly grateful. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Would you like to just take a minute right here and just talk to Jesus for a minute and tell him what you appreciate about that, that he's given you that love, that safety. You can just tell like you're having a conversation with him. Well, so it's funny, Jesus, because I've had this conversation with God. I've had this conversation with spirit. I don't think I've ever had this conversation with you. But the depth of my gratitude, the times that I have <laughs> so done it perfectly and perfectly, you have been the example before me that because I have screamed at you, I have cursed at you, I have been so disappointed and angry at you. And I still come to you for strength and guidance and gentleness and love. And you continue to show up. You continue to show up with your arms wide open. Thank you. Thank you. You of all know that this whole idea of God and family, it's really hard for me. My family was not loving. It was not safe. It was not a place I ever or even today would go to for refuge. And what you and I have is so uh, beyond that, even beyond that. You know, I called my brother yesterday on his birthday. I called because you helped me remember at the last minute before I crawled into bed. And there's just so much pain there. And to know that what you and I have can be something so much beyond that. And you have shown me how to show up, particularly for the children in my life who yell at me and scream at me and get angry at me. And I do my best to show up with my arms wide open with your strength. May I just continue to be a channel of your example. Thank you. Yeah. Is it okay with you if I ask Jesus to refresh his presence and connection with you right here in this moment? Sure. Lord, we thank you that you are outside of time and that you are the same God as yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you for the love and trust and connection and safety and the restoration of this idea of family that you've given to Shannon. We just ask that you refresh Shannon's perception of your presence and the connection she has with you in this memory of her wedding day and her marriage to her husband who just represents all that you've gifted to her, that love, that safety, that family, so that these are real and living right now in this moment. Can you sense his presence there with you right now, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah. Can you sense him anywhere in the room with you or see him anywhere? Yeah. 
I have a, there's a, we call it the day bed across from my desk. And he's just right there. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Jesus, that you are always with us. Can you sense his demeanor towards you right now? It's very relaxed. It's, it's gentle. It's neither um, needing to, it's just being with me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask Jesus a couple questions here. Jesus, what do you want to open up for Shannon today? What do you want her to know right now as she's connecting with you? Anything you're seeing, sensing, hearing, feeling, you can just report out. An openness. <laughs> uh, and Jesus told, said to me, you're right. I've never, I, I had a thing come up in my journal writing just two days ago, three days ago. So I've had many people over the course of my life tell me that um, I have an energy and I have a power and a light. And there's parts of that that are true. I've had different seasons where I'm able to plug into that power in a very direct way. And it's almost too much. And then there's a backing off. And a lot of the last year and a half being super quarantined at home, I've done some work around why sometimes am I resistant to doing the work to plug into that light. And I hesitate to say this because it sounds so grandiose, on the one hand, and what came up in some of my journal writing is that 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 resistance is it's from something that wants to keep me from plugging into that light and plugging into that energy, because when I am plugged into that light and when I am plugged into that energy, I shine very, very brightly. Uh, many people in my life have told me that I have felt it, and I often wonder why sometimes I resist doing that work. And um, it came up in my journal writing a couple of days ago that 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 resistance actually isn't of me, mm-hmm. it's something else trying to keep me from shining that brightly, mm-hmm. more consistently. Yeah. Jesus, the more you want to show Shannon about that resistance right here. <laughs> that it's safe to plug in. You know, I, I've had a sense of this my whole life, even since I was a little girl. And very much in different forms have been encouraged to tamp it down, tamp it down. I know I can be a lot. I can be a lot for people. I got a lot of energy. I vibrate pretty high most of the time. And I do. I worry about being judged for that. I worry about not being relatable, uh, but I can feel in a really casual way. Jesus is like, it just, you're, it's okay. You're, mm-hmm. It's safe to plug in and safety given that I grew up in a place that was not safe. Safety is sort of the big bellwether for me. It's safe to plug in there consistently. Thank you, Jesus. Does that feel true to you when he says that it's safe to plug in? To that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jesus, is there anything you're inviting Shannon to release over to you in this moment with this resistance? Anything you're inviting her to just give to you so she can be fully free? in this energy and light that you have for her? I mean, all worry was the first thing that came into my head. (laughs) Um, But specifically any worry that I would lose Jeffrey, my husband, who is just such a gift beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And uh, I know that in his mind, I'm a little kooky. I'm a little out there. 
And I worry that by plugging into that light and that space and that really sacred space more consistently that I would lose him, that he'd think I'm just really out there. <laughs> um, but I have a really strong sense of my, no, nothing. Shannon doesn't change. That actually is the part of Shannon that is the most attractive and is the most beautiful and is the most connected. And um, yeah, it's not a kooky space. It's a very grounded space. When you get this sense or maybe this worry that you'll lose Jeffrey if you shine brightly, right? If you tap into this energy you have available to you, does that sound true to you? Um, Jeffrey's constant presence and his genuine wish for my happiness. And that when I am very connected to that energy and that light and that power, I am uh, very peacefully happy. I mean, it, it, it actually sounds more true than that worry that I would lose him. Um, it actually sounds more right, if you will. So you would say it's more true that it would be Jeffrey's desire to see you activated. Yeah. Fully activated and lit up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So when we have these worries and fears, which are all based in lies, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. That can hold us back. That can keep us from stepping fully into who God created us to be. And it's not anything we do consciously, right? They're just those little lies the enemy tries to get us to believe to keep us stuck. And so if you're open to it and if it feels like this is something you want to do. I just kind of walk through a repentance prayer with people. Mm -hmm. Repentance is just like Francis Miles shares in his book. It's this, it's a spiritual technology. It's like a holy reset button. It's ascending to a higher way of thinking to God's way of thinking. He, God's like, I didn't say that. That's not true. Right. So come look at it from this way, come up here from my perspective and see it. And so if that's something you want me to walk through with you, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. I'm open to that. Okay. So you can just pray, repent for believing. I, you want me to say that out loud? I repent yeah, for yeah, believing. So, okay, got yeah. it. I repent for believing. That I would lose Jeffrey. That I would lose Jeffrey. And I break agreement with this lie. And I break agreement with this lie. And render it powerless and void in my life. And render it powerless and void in my life. Remove anything that has attached to me. Remove anything that has attached to me. Through this lie. Through this lie. And heal my heart. And heal my heart. We're just going to give him a moment to let him heal and remove anything that he would like to heal and remove right now. And we're going to ask Jesus to show you the truth. So you can just ask him, Jesus, what is the truth? What truth do you want to replace the lie that I believe? The truth is, is that the greatest place of service is to stay connected. Not as in repayment, but I don't know what other word to use, but like I... I frequently live my life going, you have gifted me so much. How do I best serve and use these gifts? And the truth is the best way to serve and use these gifts is to make being connected the number one priority. It is the number one priority, but even more so in action um, and removing any of those fears of people's judgment because I shine from such a happy place 
And I have experience of when I shine from happy place, people don't always like it. And that feels really, Jesus has just taken that, just taken it. (laughs) And that's how I can be. That's how I can honor these gifts. It's by staying tapped into that. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So now using your voice, we can decree and declare that truth out loud. And I can help you with that. But the kingdom is voice activated, right? God spoke and he created. So when we can do the same, a declaration is make something known. A decree is almost like an order. So this is your voicing, right? This declaration and decreeing that truth. So would you like to do that? Sure. Okay. And as you were talking, I was just writing down. So if this does not resonate, you are more than welcome to change the words and make it your own. Um, But I wrote, I decree and declare that I'm a connected daughter of the king. Does that feel like it fit? I decree and declare I am a connected daughter of the king. How does that feel? It feels, you know, I, I, I wish there was another word than daughter. Like I get it. But it's beyond that. It's beyond that. You know, I have so much healing in father, daughter. I do. But it's so beyond that. And uh, I decree and declare I am a precious, beloved child. Sure, I can hold that. As you were just sharing about the light and being plugged in, I just heard she's my glory carrier. So that was another one I had written down. And so if it feels like that fits for you, I had written down a decree and declare I'm a glory carrier for God's kingdom. Oof, I decree and declare I am a glory carrier for God's precious kingdom. Mm -hmm. I can embody that. (laughs) And it's, you know, um, we have... An adopted daughter, Kaya, who came into our life as an adult, and she, through a series of events, she was baptized. And in the process of it, she once said to me from singing the Holy, Holy, Holy at Mass, she said, what's a Hosanna? Like, what is a Hosanna? And we talked about the host of angel and the Hosanna on the highest. And this vibrational, spiritual sense. And as you said that, a glory carrier, a glory barrier for God's presence. Like I could, I had a sense of that, of the Hosanna, the Mm. multitude, the magnitude, the expansiveness of um, that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it. Just imagine those words that you use, magnitude, multitude, the amount of glory there is to carry, right? Each of us has to create this and expand within ourselves to to make room for that. Take that worry and that stress, like everything we release to him just makes more room in us to be those glory carriers. That's awesome. So as you release the worry and the thought of losing that lie of losing Jeffrey, if you were to be fully activated in this energy, this glory that God wants you to carry, this light bearer, right? The Lord wants never to take anything from us without giving us something better. So if you'd like to ask, we can do a holy exchange right here. You can ask Jesus, you know, is there a gift you want to give me in exchange for this worry and fear? 
So I'm giving Jesus my worry and fear, and Jesus is giving me a gift. Yes. <laughs> well, in the spirit of true miracles and magic, um, I would ask for the discipline to make this connection, to make the time to slow my brain down, to make this connection every day. Mm. And I make this connection now every day, but not at the depth that I would really like to. And then I know I can be of more service from. Yeah. So let's just ask him right here. Just ask Jesus, is there a gift you want to give me in exchange for my worry? I got a clock. Mm. <laughs> I got a clock. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Let's ask him. Yeah. Jesus, what is the clock? What does that I mean? Gift, for? I gift you that time. Mm. I gift you that time every day. I gift you that time. Thank you. Just going to have you soak right here. Thank you, Jesus, for the peace and their glory just surrounding Shannon right now in this moment as she handed these things over to you. Thank you for taking it, Jesus, as she releases. And just as we're coming to a close here, I just almost sense an opportunity for forgiveness. Would you like to ask Holy Spirit if there's anyone that he would like you to forgive right here in this space while we're together? My other stepson. Yeah, so you can just take this moment, um, whether you do it you know, inside your mind or out loud, just, I choose to forgive you, you know, for making me feel. And then whatever that person made you feel, you just choose to release it over to the Lord. I choose to forgive you for the judgment, the lies, the gossip, the intentional hurt, the continued dismissal of me. I forgive you for all of the mean and hurtful things that you have said to me about others that just are complete and absolute lies. Thank you, Jesus, for taking this, for lifting these burdens off of Shannon, these hurt. And Holy Spirit, I invite you to come and just fill Shannon afresh in all the ways that she just poured out and handed over to you. Just fill her up anew. Lord, is there anything else you want Shannon to know right here? Um, I know. Not I know, but the Lord knows how outrageously grateful I am for um, the healing that I do have. And I had a sense earlier of actual gratitude for the childhood that I have had because I, it has required a study in forgiveness. It has required study in continuing to show up with love, even in the face of unlovable things. And, uh, in the broader spiritual journey, um, it's okay. It's really okay. And I thank God a lot. I have so many good things from the pain that I come from. And I have proof in my siblings that you can still live in that pain 50 years later. And I don't have to live there. And I have just an unending well of gratitude that I get to know the love and the joy and the safety and the gratitude and the silliness and the playfulness and the service and the presence that I have. And the Lord just said, I know, I know that it's okay. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for what you are doing with Shannon. I bless Shannon's heart to receive the fullness of your healing and breakthrough today, Lord. That peace, that love, that safety, that connection that you have with her, that glory that she carries, God. I thank you that what you begin, you always finish. So I know you will see this heart work in Shannon through to completion. Lord, I ask that you would take Shannon deeper and further in connection with you than she's ever gone before. And I release an acceleration on the work you are doing right here and ask that even as we get off this call, you will continue to highlight and bring insight and clarity for Shannon on the situations that we discussed today. I bless Shannon's heart and ask that you would seal everything you're doing today across every realm, age, timeline, and dimension, past, present, and future with the precious blood of Jesus. I call this day blessed, fruitful, and prosperous. And Holy Spirit, I ask you fill Shannon afresh and just wash off anything that is not of you. I ask you to release a fresh outpouring of your resurrection power, your dunamis power in Shannon from the top of her head to the tip of her toes. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. How does that feel? Good. So Yay. precious. Thank yeah. you so much. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel very, you look just like, ah, like you've always gotten a massage. <laughs> I have. <laughs> From the inside out. <laughs> yes. All right. Pam, mm-hmm. if you'd like to just take a few minutes to share. Sure. Yeah, that was wonderful. That was beautiful. Um, and, and, and a couple of things really stood out to me. You know, the, the memory that the Lord had, had um, brought to you, you know, with your wedding you know, the wedding day, the, the sun shining, the warmth, and you just, your face hurt because it smiled so much and so big and just the love and the um, safety and the security, you know, that you felt, you know, and how you reflected that same feeling even back um, five years earlier, you know, when you just, you know, sought the Lord with, with all your heart and went to that mass and how he revealed himself to you, you know, just as your heart needed and desired and wanted in that moment. And, and what really stands out to me is the Lord has carved out that space just for you, that place of joy, that place of safety, that place of warmth, that place of sunshine, that place of, of love that you experience in those memories, that, that's his special place for you and him that he inhabits. And he just draws you into it. And he has just carved out that special connection between the two of you that is just so glorious and so precious and wonderful. And that's why it feels so good to you, you know, that that's your connection to him. Um, and he loves it that you rest in that, that he, he loves it that you rest in that. And, you know, and I sense too, you know, throughout it, you know, when when um, Heidi was was praying and speaking those those glorious uh, words over you, you know, I had sensed before that, that the Lord was giving you a new language. You know, he washes us with the waters of his words. And in, in, in James uh, 121, it says the word of God has the power to save our souls. And it's like he was just speaking these beautiful new words over you, you know, as, as his beloved one. And, um, and the third thing, the last thing, that I felt like the Lord impressed me with. And then and, and you can pray into this and see how it feels and resonates with you. 
because um, you had questioned about a new business. And what I heard the Lord saying was build it on trust. Mm -hmm. Build it on trust. Yeah. Build it Thank on trust. You. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for all of that. You're welcome. So precious. Yeah. Amen. And you're precious. Mm -hmm. You're you. very, very precious. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'll share too, Shannon, before I was praying, I just got the words embers and gold. And so it started to make sense as you were going through your session, you know, with this, that you feel this fully activated, lit, lit up energy, like volt, almost like electricity. So I feel like there's more in those words, embers and gold, mm -hmm. probably in scripture. You know, if you were to search <laughs> embers and gold scripture, mm -hmm. um, you probably find a few things that resonate with you. Uh, let's see. The connection piece was highlighted to me as well. And just being actually before we even got to your declarations, I proud to be daughter of the king and his glory carrier. So that was kind of mm. awesome how he intertwined that there at the end. Um, let's see. Yes, love, connection, safety, and trust was highlighted to me as well. I have a verse that um, came to mind. It's Isaiah 61 1. And it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So I feel like you need a lot of electricity and glory and light and gold and all that to, to resonate with that call, which I know you do. So I do very, very much so. And I thank you both for creating that space, holding that space, you know, and I, I do, I trust the healing journey and mm -hmm. you know, that Heidi came into my life through a different program. Like I just, I trust all of that. So mm -hmm. yeah, Amen. thank you. Amen. Yes. Awesome. Well, anything you'd like to share about what you're feeling right now? Any thoughts before we jump off the call? Uh, you know, as you were reading that um, scripture passage, I would just share that the piece that came into my head was, and I needed to be in prison to know how to get out before mm. I could open the gates for others. And mm. that's okay. I'm no longer imprisoned and it was okay that I needed to be. And now it is my job and I do as best I can in the various places where I've been asked to help others be free. And that is what I will continue to do. And that, that, that is the center of my business. And when I can lean into that and trust that, um, and stay true to that, the rest of the business will take care of itself. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I did have one last thing to add and you just reminded me of it yeah. just now. I, as I turned my paper over, I wrote down at towards the end there, when you talked about even having gratitude for your childhood mm -hmm. and, and what I wrote down that really impressed me, that's true sign of healing. Mm -hmm. That's a true, true sign of your healing. And that's powerful. And that anoints you and enables you and empowers you to help others. Yeah. And I, I feel such a gratitude that I want to help others. Like yeah. I just, and, and not, not in an indebted exchange. There isn't, mm -hmm. I, but I don't know what other human words to give it, but in yeah. a, 
in an appreciation in a um to do to 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 honor it to honor that gift amen by helping others yeah. and the lord trusts you you know that was something else that stood out to me too you know especially about building your business on trust as you trust him he trusts you too mm, thank you yeah he trusts you sweet amen Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.